lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yes, and thank you for listening to another awesome episode of the Heffron and Reap Show. I am John Reap, and usually I got Heffron here with me. He's not with me on this one. I'm all by my lonesome. That's right, I'm flying solo. I'm John Solo, you could say. Uh, but uh, a couple things to plug real quick, and we'll get right to this awesome episode. Uh, tour dates. Come see me on the road, people. I'm going to be in Denver, Colorado, January 9 through 12 at the Comedy Works South. And then on the 17th through the 19th of January, Dallas. Going back to Dallas. Haven't been there in a long time. Looking forward to getting back into Dallas. Uh, and maybe by the time I get there, the Cowboys might be in the playoffs. And I could Playoffs? Don't, don't talk about playoffs. Well, if they are, I'm going to try and catch that game. I've never been to a playoff game. Anyway, I'll be at Hyenas Comedy Club January 17th through 19th. And then uh, January 24th through 26th, I will be in Jacksonville, Florida at the Comedy Zone. Come see me if you can. If you can't, that's fine. I still love you. Just get on the, the internets and talk about us. You know, you can get on the Facebook. We're on Facebook. You know, Heffern and Reap has a, a, a fan page. We're also on Twitter, at Heffern and Reap. But more importantly, we've got our own website. It's just heffernandreap.com. There's lots of ways people can listen to us. You might be streaming. You might be downloading. You might be subscribing. Lots of ways. Uh, but everything you need to know about us is at heffernandreap.com. You can shop for uh, stuff that we have, our CDs, our DVDs, our T-shirts, all of our merchandise is there. Um, our tour dates are there. I just read those to you. And uh, you can even leave us a voicemail. That's right. We're going to start playing your voicemails on the podcast. So all you got to do is click on the Send a Voicemail tab, and you can talk right to your computer. And uh, it will save it to a file where we can go listen to it. And if we like it, we think it's funny or cool, we want to talk about it, we will play it online. Um, and last but not least, if you're going to shop for something online at Amazon.com, please click on our banner at the top right of heffernandreap.com. That'll take you straight to Amazon, and everything you buy from there on out will help us out a little bit, help support the show, and keep the lights on on the internets of heffernandreap.com. Okay, let's get to it. The This episode, I'm talking to another comedian. I was in Dayton, Ohio. And I've worked with this guy in the past. I think he's absolutely hysterical and interesting. He's got a, his life is, is crazy and funny. He's got a twin brother that looks, it's identical twin. And uh, we got a lot in common, me and this guy. Jay Snyder is his name. Uh, you can tell when you listen to it, he's got a southern accent. He's a blue collar guy. Um, he's been through a lot and he gets into a lot of trouble. And, uh, you know, I'll read you his little biography here uh, that he has on his Facebook page. <laughs> this will help, uh, you know, uh, in the description of Jace. From bar fights to cop lights, to laughing crowds and stayed light. Uh, let me read that again. From bar fights and cop lights to laughing crowds and stage lights, this down-home country boy is just trying to survive on the main streets of rural Dayton, performing his southern Ohio style of comedy and keeping it real. That's important. By using his past mistakes and day-to-day -day life as his as his main material, you'll be able to relate to his jokes or just laugh because he's downright hilarious, and he is. Please enjoy this episode of Heffron and Reap. 
All right, yeah, I'm sitting here with the man, one of many of men. Well, he's a man. You are a man, right? I am a man. Uh, Jay Schneider. Schneider or Snyder? Snyder. Yeah, how do you spell that? S-N-Y-D-E-R. Correct, I was quizzing you. Very good. And I, I'm doing pretty <laughs> good so far. All right. You're back a thousand. All right. Uh, yeah, because uh, Schneider is like the S-C-H-N-I-E, yeah. yes. or whatever, some German shit. Yes. You're Snyder. Right, I like but I that. think it was Schneider before, and then got somebody was down. ashamed of it and changed it. Yeah. Really? You think that somewhere along the way? That's what my dad told me. Really? But he's a habitual liar, so I don't <laughs> know if it's a something he dreamed of. He's addicted to lying. He loves it. <laughs> so, okay, that's interesting. So what is, so Snyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, right. may have came from. Schneider. Schneider. That is what my father told me. Yes. Wow. He said, "Yeah, when his grandpa came over here from Germany, mm -hmm. he changed it then because Germans have a bad rap. Yeah, yeah. They, they like to try to conquer the world three or four times. Yeah, and the <laughs> mustaches is, I think, really. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had the mustache too until he came over here. <laughs> <laughs> he was really. He had the little, uh, you the, know, the, the little Hitler, the chap. There you go. Yes. I was going to call it the chaplain. That's more PC than the Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Chaplin, though. I mean, what a legacy that Chaplin had. Like, you know, tons of great movies, and then now that mustache is like, he's going to be synonymous with that for the rest of his life. So, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm sitting here with, uh, I just told you who it was, but he's a comedian. Uh, we're at the Dayton Funny Bone right now. I've, I met him, gosh, what, four or five years ago? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Um uh, just doing an open mic uh, here at the uh, Dayton Funny Bone, and I sat back in the room and I was laughing my head off because it's very rare that you get to see uh, an up-and-coming comedian who is the real deal. Like they really are, like the the character. I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say this is a character, but they really are what they're portraying on on stage, um, and it's refreshing and it's nice. And uh, that's what uh, Jay is. And Jay, you've been doing it for how long now? Uh, almost five years now. Five yes. years. So okay, yeah. So when I first, when we first met, that was the beginning of it all, brother. And what's been going on? Talk to me, Goose. No, just been, you know, just killing it around here, doing a lot of these really killer rooms here in Dayton, Ohio. You know, <laughs> really, a, there's yeah. a plethora. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this one. I right. Do, but I do it multiple times a year, so right. that's kind of what. Uh, oh, where are you from? From I'm from Jackson, Ohio, which is uh, southeastern Ohio. It's the corner of uh, Kentucky, Ohio, West Virginia, and Deliverance, basically all in the. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. Kentucky, Ohio, and what else? West Virginia. West right? Virginia. We're in, in the oh, that's a great area. little pocket right there. Oh, snake handlers, moonshine makers. Uh, <laughs> are you serious? Uh, yeah. Nice. I have. Uh, well, there's that show, Moonshiners. Yes. And there are moonshiners in North Carolina. I mean, that's a, that's a oh, thing. Right. But I've never came across snake handlers. I, I know that they exist. I know they're in North Carolina. I've never been to it or seen it. Have you right. seen it? No, I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, but they're there. They're all there. They're just as sure as the snakes are in the woods. There's crazy what bastards What a crazy thing. So, so you grew up in uh, Jack Jackson. Jackson, Ohio, yes. Ohio. And um, what made you... Go from Jackson to Dayton. Uh, just uh, I kind of sobered up. Oh, okay. well, we so got to talk about the drunk part then. Oh yeah, we can't just gloss over us. So yeah, yeah. You gotta go to the. We want the good stuff. 
The math part too? Of course. Okay. All I, right. I'm telling you folks, <laughs> this is what more people need to do. If you have an interesting life, okay, uh, whether it's it's bad or it's good, if it's interesting, it comes from uh, some, some crazy ass stories, man. If you got a real thing, that's golden. And you got real shit. I mean, man, <laughs> talk to me, man. What's that? that? That was in the later part of my life when I was like 15, you know. <laughs> Oh, well, you were old. Yeah, this is after I'd been in the game for a little while, you know. What's, well, how long was the game? What, what were you? No, uh, when did you start? I started uh, doing drugs and drinking and stuff uh, about around eleven years old. Wow! When 11. my parents divorced and right. we we knew how to manipulate mom, <laughs> and then you know we just mom's used the it to easiest way to manipulate. Oh yes. Pull those heartstrings, you get what you want. Right, yeah. I used to do that too. It's also the one that will beat you the hardest Makes because they feel like they have to come. They feel like they have to hit you harder. When they find out that you lied to them, oh, that's the worst yeah. thing you'll ever get. A dad will go like, "Oh, you got one. Good job. Good job. You lied to me. You fooled me. Good job. I'm not gonna kill you, mom. You lied to me. <laughs> that's a beating of a life. I'm gonna the worst. kill you until they find out you're smoking meth. Then it's a worse beating. It's but uh, yeah, so I did you actually cook the meth too? No, no, no. You just would participate. Would in the just meth. participate in it. Yes. Well, I'm just going to be you know 100 percent honest. I uh, I've done obviously alcohol. I've done the weed. I've done the cocaine. I've done the ecstasy. Done the mushrooms. <laughs> Never the meth. How do you go from? Were you drinking at eleven? Oh, uh, yeah. When you yeah. moved into meth. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Because I it seems to me that meth is something you just don't try. Yeah, yeah. No, I was sure. I didn't do meth until I was probably in my mid twenties. Okay. You know, early part of my twenties. Right. Uh, but yeah, I was doing the all of the drugs you just mentioned. I did those <laughs> up until then, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it just escalated. Escalated. The next, yeah. So, uh, well, how but I got out of that rather quickly and got up this way, and uh, yeah. you know, was able to quit it, but. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I just heard I that, it was that, cool, that is like the craziest one to try to try to to to, to, to quit is meth. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, or I, heroin. Actually, heroin I've heard is the worst. Heroin, right? You ever tried heroin? Never. Yeah, no. I wouldn't even touch that. It seems scary. Well, so. not in the needle form, you know, just, <laughs> just what the pharmacies make and prescribe you over the counter or well, not? Oh, you know, whatever that is. The uh, the yeah, they got. Well, what do they make? What do they make meth? They make meth out of some like uh, Sudafed type stuff. Yeah, yeah, they get the, Do you the, watch ephedrine, the ephedrine or whatever. Some, yeah, they get that out. Listen, of it. folks, we're just a couple of rednecks. We don't know how to. We don't know science. All right, don't don't judge us right now. We're just trying to figure <laughs> this shit out. What do you? Uh, how? So so. Um, do you watch Breaking Bad? Have you seen that show? Uh, no, I have seen it, but I don't. I don't watch a lot of TV. You would love Breaking Bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's about a guy who makes his own meth. He's a science teacher or a chemistry teacher. Yeah, it's the Malcolm in the Middle dad, right? Yeah, yeah. And he makes he's a he's a science he's a meth I'm not math teacher. Not, he's a math teacher. No, he uh, yeah he's a math teacher. I don't know how to spell math. He spells it meth. Uh, two plus two equals cocaine. No, no. He uh, it's a guy who um, the guy the dad from uh, uh, make uh, Malcolm in the yeah. Middle. Jesus, I can't talk. And uh, he plays a chemistry teacher who has got cancer and basically he's like I gotta make money for my kids before I die and the fastest way he could do it is just to make the best meth that there is because he knows chemistry how to make it exactly 
100% pure. Oh, yes. Yeah. So he gets all this. And it's, you would love it. I mean, if you ever tried meth, you'd probably love this. <laughs> right. I'm not even trying meth. And I'll be like, I got to try meth. This I might just read this tonight. <laughs> it's a, but no, I, listen, we're going to get into all your comedy and all that stuff. we got lots of time. Yeah. Right? But I, I'm fascinated with this lifestyle, the, the background. How, like... What is that buzz? I know what a cocaine buzz is. I know what a, a, a marijuana buzz is. What is a meth? Buzz? Uh, meth is uh, when you smoke super it. intense, like, like like coke, but way it's like stronger. Coke. Yeah, with the, you get you get the the happiness and the speeding and all that, but lasts so much longer. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. If we uh, let's say you sniff a line of meth the size of a a matchstick. Good meth, you're gonna be four or five days. What? One line that long? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so you can't you can't sniff it like you do cocaine. <laughs> a, you, you gotta be smart. You gotta use your head when you do meth. You, yeah, you can't be a dumbass. You yeah, but you'll turn into a dumbass. It's not for the faint of heart. It's a what? Uh, oh, I thought you smoked it though. Yeah, you yeah, I smoked it? it. Yeah, I've sniffed it and smoked it. Oh, so started it. sniffing it and then smoking it. If, yeah, that was the next thing. And uh, wow! All right, so you did that. You pulled out of that. You came to Dayton, and um, what what led you to Dayton? Just just trying uh, to get work. out. Of, well, work. Yeah, yeah, work and uh, to get to get away from uh, my hometown where yeah. I didn't feel like I could be any better. Well, I know this about you, uh, so I'm gonna tell the audience. You actually have a twin brother. I do. Identical twin brother. Identical twin brother, Who yes. also uh, does comedy, or he uh, had done comedy. I don't know if he still yeah, does. Yeah, he's not doing it anymore. No? Yeah. What yeah. happened there? He, uh, what, a guy tried to kill him several years back, probably like 12 years ago. They got in a bar fight, and the guy goes and gets a fillet knife and stabs the shit, sli slits his wrist, uh, stabs the shit out of him. And, uh, you know, almost killed him. Just a bar fight. and uh, So this is like a regular fight at a bar? Yeah, just a bar fight. Deadly. And the guy says, I'm going to kill you. And just like any bar fight. Was this just Dayton? Going, no, this is in Jackson. Oh, Jesus. And uh, so so uh, he's diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, what be about three years ago, two years ago, he had a drunk driver drive through his house. And... Uh, hit the bed that his wife was on and landed on his, you know, one-year-old baby that, who was asleep on the floor. The, the whole car comes in the house, straddles the baby, and the back of the car gets caught on the couch and doesn't allow it to go down and crush him. Wow. But singed his hair from the exhaust. The baby's hair. The baby's hair. Oh Not a God. scratch on anybody. Miracle. Jesus Christ! And, uh, what so, a and so he's story. Just, so uh, almost dies in a bar fight. Then almost his almost baby dies. almost died, and, and he's in the on, house. In the house, right? Yeah. What, do they live like at a cold, like at a like no, they, intersection they, or something? Or uh, they live like on a curve, and there was a uh, lot of loose gravel there, and the guy was just drunk and out hot rodding like four o'clock in the morning. Damn. And uh, so then. Uh, so with the post-traumatic stress disorder, he's uh, he's like done. Yeah, he, he feels like if he's not with his family all the time, that something's going to happen, and he's not going to be able to protect them. And uh, he I said, can't, I can't go on the road for a week because I'd be, you know, so might why be a, even keep another fucking yeah. drunk driver come to my house? Right? Yeah, that's crazy, man. What uh, what what kind of? I mean, was it the person who was drunk? What happened to them? Did they end up like having to pay for all that or? I mean, you'd think, uh, hopefully. 
It's a it's lot of damage. I, I don't know. I think it was their insurance that had to... Jesus. But it was a real a bastard crazy. situation because the guy driving the car, the day before, traded his buddy. They, they traded cars. The titles weren't switched over anything yet. And it's a like a a 2000 model mm -hmm. Camaro or something. So he's just... Oh, it was a yeah, he's giving of it course. hell. We know how those are. But <laughs> the, he's just giving it hell, and he comes around the corner and uh, and loses it right through the house. Wow. But, yeah. So he said, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to stay at home. I'm going to stay at home. Yeah. But you, you trucked on. Yeah, so um, you, you now when you guys were doing comedy at, at this, around the same time, we're, because, uh, you know, like Gallagher has a brother. You know, right. they're not twins, but they look alike. Right. Uh, you know the uh, the other twin brothers. What's the guy's name? Uh, Sklar brothers. Sklar brothers. Right. Yeah. Did you guys ever ever do anything together on stage? Or was uh, it always separate? Because I never see you on stage together. Yeah. No, we we did it a couple times, but it was uh, yeah, it just didn't work. Do you finish each other's sentences and stuff? Uh, we did the couple times we were on there, but it was, you know we tried to rehearse a lot, and uh, yeah. it just it was too rehearsed. And then I would forget my parts, and yeah. so he would have to finish them, and you know it was just a real uncomfortable yeah. and just very uncomfortable to be up there. You know, and you want to be talking because yeah. you know, and, and here's a guy who looks just like you finishing your sentences. <laughs> right, <laughs> hey, stop even, it, man. Yeah. Uh, well, how did you even decide that you wanted to do comedy? Why did that whole thing come up? Uh, yeah, I, I well, you, always, did you guys both decide at the same time? Or? No, no, I did it, and then uh, a few months later he tried it, and uh, he did well here? also. So, uh, yeah, here, both of us did our first time here at the Dayton Funny Bone. And, uh, but yeah, why, I've why, always, why did you even... Uh, I've always, you know, had loved doing these crazy things to make people laugh and everything, and then I've realized that just telling stories about these crazy things that I did is the same thing, you know, yeah. just redoing it again. Right. And, uh, right. and yeah, and I, I kind of came and started watching a lot of shows, and some guys uh, thought, well, I'm, I think I'm funnier than them, and yeah. the other guys are definitely not funnier than this, so I felt like I was somewhere in the middle, right. and, uh, and gave it a shot, and did pretty well my first time, and so... But, but but when you first came to this funny bone, mm -hmm. I mean, did you come just to watch comedy, or did you come to say, yeah, yeah, I want to try this? Oh no no, we got a uh, like a free ten, uh, yeah. a free pass or whatever, and uh, me and my wife and some friends came, and then uh, my wife is like, man, I would love to work there, so she starts, you know, yes, beating the bush and gets a, gets a job here, and then and then I start come watching shows all the time, mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, and just fine, you know. It was so, the so the fact thing. that she worked here made you sort of come more often. Yeah, and easily. then you started seeing the other comics go like, "Hell, I could do that." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they had an open mic probably here. That right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Had a good cool. Mic. Yeah, his wife, a uh, very cool lady named Rinda, uh, mm -hmm. who uh, when I was here maybe three or four years ago, whatever it was, it was my birthday, and uh, she's so sweet. And she's like, "I want to make you a cake for your birthday." I'm like, "Well, don't waste your time because I'm trying not to eat carbs." And she goes, oh, I'll do something. And then she made she made me a steak cake. <laughs> no one has ever made me a steak cake. I don't think anybody's ever made a steak cake. This is before. the first steak cake. Well, what what you do is <laughs> you just make a bunch of steak. Uh, I, I want to say Salisbury was the flavor. I don't remember, but I remember lots of steak. And so they spelled uh, Happy Birthday John, you know, with uh, peppers. 
Yeah. So she had like a green pepper, a red pepper, a yellow <laughs> pepper that all spelled like happy birthday, John, with candles on it, a little steak sauce on yes. that. That was the best, man. No one's ever made me a steak cake before, so hats off to Renda. Um, but because of her, basically, you you gave this whole thing a chance. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I came in for months and started watching, kind of, because I remember I went past the Columbus Funny Bun one time, and there was a show getting ready to start, and I seen the line of people... And that scared the shit out of me just thinking about doing it, and so you know right. naturally I had to get comfortable in the yeah in the area. And then, Do you remember your first time on stage? What it was like? Were you scared? Do you remember what you did? How yeah, did, yeah. How'd it go? Uh, it, it went pretty well. I was super nervous. I couldn't make eye contact, so I I kind of and I, I would rub my face a lot right at my punchline. I would rub my face and and <laughs> I also swallow your punchline. That's not yes. good. Yeah, and I would also rock back and forth to the left, and I would almost put the audience to sleep because I was <laughs> rocking back and forth so much. You were hypnotizing them. Oh yeah, so it was nice. <laughs> So. Um, but do you have that on tape somewhere? Yeah, yeah, I've got that. So that's not bad. That's a good. Thing. You didn't. You didn't suck your first. No, time. no, I, I actually did pretty well. You know, and there are a lot of guys who just suck. My first time, like I had a buddy come and uh, he, the guy who talked me into basically doing stand up. But my buddy Marty, he's like, uh, he came to the Good Nights Comedy Club in Raleigh. That's where I got started. All right. And uh, he wanted to tape the whole thing with his camera, so he was in the back of the room. Now I thought, you know, back then. Uh, I was a Chevy Chase fan, and Chevy Chase used to fall down all the time when he do Gerald Ford impressions <laughs> or whatever. So I just thought it'd be funny to fall down, you know. And so uh, <laughs> the guy who was introducing me, he goes, uh, he screwed me, man, because he goes, "Oh, everybody, it's next comedian. It's his first time on stage." I don't want to. I don't want the audience to know it's my first time. I'm like, well, now they're gonna not expect anything. They're gonna mean any credit or you know. I didn't want right. him. I didn't want the audience to know it's my first time. Right. So I was like, oh, damn it. So he goes, it's the first time on stage, everybody welcome to John Reed. And I ran up on the stage, and I thought it would be funny to fall down. So I fell down hard. And to my own credit, it was a good fall. Like, <laughs> I've seen it on tape. It looks real. Like, um, and so instead of the audience laughing at me because I fell, they felt sorry for me <laughs> because it was my first time and I fell. Uh-huh. And so I, I didn't get laughs. I got, oh. And I got up, I was like, no, 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 I did the part. Shit. Uh, and then I forgot my first joke, and then I was doing jokes with the microphone way down here. No one could hear oh, me. Yeah. I didn't put it up here. I was down here with the mic. <laughs> and no one was laughing. The only person laughing was my buddy Marty, who was in the back of the room taping me. And he's laughing at me right. for sucking so hard. Yeah. I'd tell a joke, it didn't get a laugh, and you see the camera, I could go up and down and go, <laughs> 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 it was just laughing at me. Uh-huh. So that, that was my first time. But I got, I got at least enough laughs to realize that, well, I screwed up here. Let me f- change that. Fix this, work on this, and I just, you know, just went back and kept doing it. And but for you, you got your first, you got some laughs your first time. Yeah, I got some laughs my first time, and uh, you know, just telling stories, and you know, then I, then I learned to trim them up, and I was like, oh man, I got, I got two laughs on that one now. <laughs> right. That's, I'm doing pretty good, but uh, yeah, so it went pretty well, and I had heard that. If uh, basically, if you don't get up there and shit your pants on your first time, call it a success. Right. And so that's uh, true. So I had a very low standard to start off with. So <laughs> maybe it wasn't so well, but it, yeah. It was, well, you were just telling me uh, that you just did a, a gig in Los Angeles. Indeed. Well, yes. you meant to do a gig. In yes. Los Please tell me that story. What happened? What happened? All right. I get, I get to Los Angeles. Barely been out of the state of Ohio. I want you to know. So this is a yeah. big deal for me. Right. 
I'm going to come back with management. Might get a scratch-off <laughs> ticket. I don't know. Things are looking right. And, uh, so uh, so uh, about three hours after I get there, uh, I get a call saying that I'm bumped from the, the show that I flew out there for. And, uh, what was the show? It was a, uh, a cocktail party for the American Music Awards. Was like the oh inter- really yeah so the American Music Awards are how tonight. did you get that gig I didn't somebody <laughs> somebody got me hook line and sinker talked me right into spending cash for uh, them. But, uh, but wait but how did the whole thing come about to to even uh, so uh, a girl emails me that that she does saw you hear or something uh, she went to school with my wife and she goes uh, she's an artist and does a lot of these. Uh, Artist things and <laughs> at the uh, these award Paintings? shows. Oh, oh, she oh, does a, a, right, a right. lot of these award shows, and uh, so she's been to. You know, so this is a lady who books, uh, you know, entertainment for private parties and blah blah blah. Yes, and so she's friends with your wife, and she's like, "We got to get Jay." To come to this party in L.A. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Something Except like that. she's not friends with my wife. It's just like they kind of oh, I see. somewhat knew each they're other. There's not yeah. There's there's no real history or anything. Right. There. Okay. But yeah. So she goes. We think uh, Jay would be willing to do this, and I'm like, oh, of course I would. And then it's there's only one catch. Yeah. There's no compensation. Okay. Of any kind. No travel. Nothing. <laughs> well, you just show but up. But the exposure print. is priceless. <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah, that's what they say around these parts here too. It's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. 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 But uh, there, you know, there's some truth to it. But but at the end of the day, man, it sucks when you're spending all that money to go somewhere and you're hoping to be seen. And then the, what yeah. happened? All right. So then so then I get bumped from from that show. And uh, she asked if, but but do I want to perform on a yacht? There's another party. What? Yeah, this is how this. She tells me that I'm bumped for the one show, on the same call, and then says, but there's a party tonight on a yacht if you're want, if you want to do that. And uh, <laughs> okay. And I'm like, I, I just need to call you back. I need to take a few minutes and gather my thoughts here and figure out what in the fuck is going on. Right. Of, and so. 30 seconds after I hang up, I get a text that says, it's in Newport. We probably won't even have time if we leave right now. So now I've got bumped from another gig that I haven't even agreed to do yet. (laughs) And the worst part is... uh, You got double bumped. Got double bumped. I go down to Chinatown, do this killer art show. Now how did that gig come up? Oh, that... that, uh, How did you discover the Chinatown gig? uh, My buddy Ryan Singer, who I stand with, uh, was doing a show there and, yeah. and and got me on there. Okay, so another comedian friend. Yeah, yeah, another comic friend. And so after I do a set there and it goes pretty well, I'm happy with it. I get another uh, text that asks if I know any if any of my comic friends in L.A. would be willing to do the yacht party. What? Swear to God. Oh. My my legs start shaking. I'm about to collapse. I think I'm going down. Oh. And, I, and then I just uh, well. I don't get back with her. I just leave it at that because yeah. I can't handle this, this anymore. Whoever this person is is an a-hole. So, What about the uh, actual gig in uh, Chinatown? Was it Chinatown? It was in, It was Chinatown, yes. How did that go? Uh, that was, it was, was it decent? Yeah, it was decent. It was an art gallery type? It was an art gallery and uh, there were what was the crowd like? people. Were there people there? Very diverse crowd. Everyone drinking wine. They yeah. all had their pinkies stuck up every time they would take a drink. Yeah, that happened. That's kind of intimidating. Wine. That's the glass. When you grab the glass, 
automatically the pinky goes up. Well, it doesn't matter what you... If you drink wine out of a cup like this, you're not, your pinky's not going to go up. It's the glass that does it. I don't know why. Is that... Now these were like I'm using that as an excuse. Oh, okay. <laughs> do you do that? I, I think Only sometimes maybe. Well, or, or if it's a tiny little glass and my three fingers is all I need to hold it, right? And my pinky's just hanging out there. Like if it's a shot glass, you know, right? I don't need the pinky. The pinky's just gonna go down here. I just right. well, I'll be out here. I like to try to be wicked <laughs> and do it like that, you know, like a rock and roll. Oh, thing. there you go. We need to invent like the bigger shot glasses. Just goes in between two little handles like that. <laughs> Like you know what I mean? Like a shot glass that big. It's got a tiny handle for that finger and a tiny handle for the pinky finger, and you just pick it up and you go <coughs> rock and roll, bitches. <laughs> kind of like a norm glass from Cheers, but with just two two little holes for your your index finger and your pinky finger. So at all times while you're drinking, you're also making the rock and roll sign. <laughs> that's hard. And everything right? else will work itself out. That's right. You can put your thumb up if you want to. I think that's probably the first sign that you're going to be doing meth at 15. <laughs> if that right. Well, dude, so, well, I hate that. Was that your first time to L.A.? That yes, yes, I, I hate that you had a horrible experience because, well, it wasn't horrible. But no, that, it, and all this happened within 10 minutes. So I, all this drama happened 10 minutes. I shook it off and was like, I'm still going to enjoy Let's this. Focus. Yeah. Let's, well, good. Um, folks, I mean, uh, I... You need to see this guy on stage. Um, Jay, is there a website or is there something I could tell these people to go check you out on? Yeah, I've got the SnyderTwinsComedy.com. Well, ha well, you got to change that one at some point. Oh, no, no, no. I've got outstanding warrants, and I don't want them to know exactly <laughs> which one. <laughs> oh, that's uh, you funny. Know, I've kind of got a loophole there. Look at that. Because we've got the same socials except for our last four numbers. And, uh, you know... What a somebody, great thing. Yeah. Oh, and I used to... Oh, I used to... I would just, and I want to say that just because Reagan uh, did away with the statute of limitations, that this may or may not be true. Uh, there you go. We so, don't know if this is a bit or if this is true. Go ahead. Right. But uh, so I would just use his name and social, and I started doing it a lot, like uh, you may weekly. Have, yeah, yeah. May or may not. Well, I'm trying to be in character. Here, so <laughs> I want to really sell this. Okay. But uh, so I, I, uh, I get. Uh, arrested for public in talks I tell him that I'm my brother and uh, so now I've got to go to, and I don't tell my brother I never told him that I used it I just did it you know you got arrested for what for public intoxication public intoxication and then they and then you gave the cops your brother's ID and stuff yes oh that's great and so and he then, never knew and he never knew so <laughs> now I'm not paying the fine so now I've got to go to court as, as him, him. <laughs> okay there's a problem there Who's now my wife? Her cousin was the bailiff of the of the courtroom. So there's a real tense situation wow. there. Real small town, you we, know. But, but okay, but, but did you know that? And he hated me anyway because of what I call the bullshit case of '95. And uh, he he, I was investigated for a. Uh, I worked at a gas station pumping gas, and the gas station got broke into. And because I lived across the street from, it, I was a prime. Suspect. Okay. So he investigated me for that before he became bailiff, and uh, so he so, already had a chip on his shoulder about yes. you. Right. Yes. And so now I'm coming in with his cousin, who's who. But he doesn't know it's you. He thinks it's your brother. Right. But she was with me, so he didn't even care the name. He just knew that she was there, and so <laughs> wow. so it's a real so many layers to this. Yeah. And so uh, so I go to go to court, and uh, 
And then I get six months alcohol counseling. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. So now I've got to go to six months alcohol counseling as this bastard. <laughs> right? So now... And then to make it even more... We both, me and my twin brother, both went to the same alcohol counselor when we were like 15 years old. Same alcohol counselors, the same everything, you know. So they know that, we have, that we're twins and everything. And I'm thinking I'll just keep it short and sweet. I'll, I'll give them my life with his name. No way I can lose. Right? And I go down. I've only got a couple, you know, and I did like five months of these things every week. And uh, I get down to where I walk into the office. And she looked kind of suspicious. And mm -hmm. uh, she, I sit down. She goes, uh, so uh, anything happened this week? And I oh, no, just keeping sober and just telling them what they want to hear, you know? Yes. And uh, just same old, same doing old. Doing my work on she, myself. Yeah, oh, yeah, just doing all the steps. I'm doing me. I'm doing me right now. <laughs> so she pulls out a newspaper and says, well, it says right here that you had a baby because my brother had a baby Whoa. that week. <laughs> and so now I'm like, Oh yeah! Oh yeah, mate. That's exactly. Oh yeah, Mason. Uh, you know, like I forgot about it, and uh, but uh, she knew that. And she goes, "Are you Jay?" And I go, "Yeah, I'm Jay." You know, I'm, you you caught me. You got me. Yeah, and you she, caught uh, me. She gets up, gives me a hug, tells me she wishes she had a twin, and then was she uh, laughing. I mean, this is great. Uh, she she wasn't really laughing, but she <laughs> was kind of shaking it off. You know, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Uh, she gives you a hug. Gives me a hug, tells me she wishes she had a twin, yeah. and uh, tells me that she's not going to to turn me in because I do good enough at getting myself in trouble. <laughs> she goes to court I like this lady. afterwards, after I successfully complete it, and tells them that I completed it and it's all good and everything. And, uh, you know, very nervous at that time because I'm like, are you going to... Are you gonna keep it together, lady? Are you gonna crack under pressure? Uh, what? What do I need to do? Are we still good? Are we are we, still, we had an agreement. Uh, you know, patient doctor. Company, you know? Yeah, that's funny. But, so yeah. she didn't crack on you? No, she she didn't crack. And uh, yeah, but I got caught. I got caught by a highway patrol using his name one time. That's because so I would drive from Jackson, Ohio, to Columbus, Ohio, to work. It's like a two-hour drive one way. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I have no license. But I'm driving a buddy's car. Who doesn't know that I don't have a license? And uh, we're smoking a joint. When the cop hits his lights, we're smoking a joint. So we're yeah, automatically rolling down. Everybody light two cigarettes and don't panic. Look natural, smoking your two cigarettes. And uh, and he and but my brother Jared had a license. I got this right. So uh, the the how was we, he driving? No, he wasn't even there. Oh, 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 okay. Actually, yes, in a way, he was driving. <laughs> but the highway patrolman says, license and registration. And I go, what? There's the registration. Ah, damn it. I, I left my wallet at the house. Ah. And I go, but I got a social. And, you know, looking back, it was so obvious. But yeah. And he says, well, the problem we have with that is people try to give false IDs. Now I'm committed. Now I'm yeah. selling it. Like, oh, they do? The nerve of some of these criminals. <laughs> are you... Are you uh, 297. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, So you gave him that... So I give him... Uh, <laughs> my brother's social. And he and uh, he says, All right, now tell me every time you've ever been pulled over or ever even been with somebody pulled over. He's turning the... He's, he's, he's stepping his game up he's a little testing bit. It. He's testing We're twin brothers. I, yeah. I know... Pretty much all of them, right? right? right. So I throw them all out there, and um, right. I had forgot a month 
before he said, congratulations on your baby. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. 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 Mason. Oh, yeah, Mason. <laughs> yeah, no, he says, um, uh, oh, so he, a month before my brother was out riding around in a buddy's car while my buddy was asleep yeah. and a few other drunk friends rode it over on its side. They are drunk and it's right in front of somebody's house. So they panic, they get out, they all push it back over and they just jump in, high five, and they're laughing their ass off. When it flipped, the owner of the car, his checkbook flew out the window. Ugh. And these old men had called the cops, so they, they track him down with, in just an check. hour. Yeah. yeah. And um, I had forgot about that. So the first thing that came back across the scanner was leaving the scene of an accident on Limerick Road. And like, like, oh yeah, Mason, I do. I go, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. And he goes, this seems it was a month ago. Mm -hmm. Starts patting me down, fills my wallet. Oh boy. Now I'm up the shit creek because yeah. I had already told it, you know. Did he know that there was another twin? No. He put it together very quickly yeah. after he found my wallet. And he said, uh, uh. and he asked me, do you, is it, you have a twin brother or did you just using somebody's... Yeah. Uh, so which much? why does it matter? And to begin with, but, yeah. which one you're ripping off? So, uh, well, what what was your punishment for all that? I mean, the, the the charge the charge was sounded pretty you know it, it sounded pretty fancy. It was uh, uh, falsifying information to avoid prosecution. No, oh, that's too fancy. Oh, way too Let's fancy. Call it straight up lying. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds so much better. We well, yeah, call it bullshit. We're on. <laughs> Six hundred dollars is what is what that one costs. Oh, that's me. not bad. Yeah, no, no, no. Wait, so six hundred dollars is all you get for lying? Uh, oh, and driving under suspension because I didn't have the license to begin with. Oh, jeez, that 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 is a lesson right there, ladies and gentlemen. You it's worth a shot. Lie your ass <laughs> off every time. I mean, uh, in Ohio, in Ohio. Yeah. If this is a true story, or if not. this happens to be. A true story. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, I will tell you a make believe or maybe a true story. Right. That that this is similar. Uh, not not as crazy. I mean, you, you believe me. You got to write a book one day. You've got tons of stories in you. How long? What's the longest you've been in jail? Uh, six months. Six months Just straight. Six months. Yeah, I was. Uh, I turned sixteen in jail, and it was. Uh, and I thought it was going to be like a kid jail. Right. Oh, they're no, they're going it? in. Oh no, it's razor white. It's prison. You know, it's first really? degree felonies, aggravated burglaries. So, you know, if I had had I been an adult, I would five to fifteen is what I was facing. Wow. But, uh, because yeah, so, you were younger, you only had to do six months. But in an adult facility. No, it was. It was. Uh, there was some, you know, kids that were twenty years old there because they had been locked up when they were minors. Oh, right. And when you get locked up as a minor, they can hold you until your twenty-first birthday. Oh. And uh, yeah, so I, I it, it, wow. it was crazy. So yeah, I, I broke into my girlfriend's house and stole all of her dad's guns. She told me that they were going to a uh, Halloween party. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, and this is true, because I've already did time, and we've all seen Double Jeopardy, so they can kiss my ass on this one. <laughs> what I'm but, uh, so I break in her house, I steal all of them, and then um, this is probably the... Well, you steal their guns. Steal all the guns, and I'm trading them for pills and, and pot and uh, all this stuff. And right. I'm 15, and uh, I get caught, obviously. Because yeah. everybody that I ratted on, anybody that got pulled over and knew anything about me just... 
he's only 15. Let's throw him under the bus. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I do. Yeah. So I, I, got, I traveled all over the six state, months, six months, going to jail to jail for yeah, six months. You had to bounce around from different jails. Yeah. So I started in. Uh, I went to Circleville, which is just south of Columbus. Then I went to Cleveland, mm -hmm. which was a, a real treat. And they and uh, you know, there's no cigarettes in juvenile jail. So what they do is you go in. The, uh, they've got like Irish Spring soap. Yeah, that's the Marlboro in the juvenile prison. Really? Oh yeah, just so, fresh bar soap. Yeah, and so somebody will say, "Hey man, you need anything? Uh, you need some soap?" Yeah, I'll, I'll take some because the stuff that the state provides you with dries you out and it's just horrible. Really? And uh, yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's funny to me that that's a concern. Yeah, in in jail. Like I need, I need to have soft skin. Oh yeah. Oh, the <laughs> shampoo that was like I, I don't know because it's something like, nice, you know. It's yeah. a good smell. It's just I something positive, I guess. I'd be like, I, I'd be like, uh, I need steroids. <laughs> I want to get as big as I can while I'm in here for six months, so no one can fucking take me. Yeah, and maybe you know, I'd be worried about that, <laughs> not my my fucking skin. <laughs> but I guess that's I want to look. I want to look beautiful. Yeah, I'm in here with a bunch of dudes, yeah, but I want to look nice. I don't want to my, my cellmate. <laughs> I don't want to be ashy or anything. You know, I want to. want to look good. That's funny. And, uh, yeah. So then I go to Cleveland, and uh, it's like a 95, 97 percent all black, and it's like uh, what? Yeah, just uh, hard you to mean believe. like all jails? <laughs> yes, in Cleveland. But I was. Uh, I, I, it was a huge gymnasium, mm -hmm. and it's just bunk after bunk after just one big room. Then you had six or eight toilets and six or eight shower heads to get. You know, you had to share all that stuff. Oh yeah, and I'm completely out of my element. Uh -huh. and, and this is the you know, and it's a so you gotta be naked, white dude naked in front of all these black dudes naked, right? Because I might have like, had a nice looking penis. Just me by myself, but you put a couple real nice ones out there. Right. It's like going out with your ugly friends. You know, you look better. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, well. Luckily, there's not. You're not really trying trying to impress anyone in that situation. You're just like whatever. Yeah. Right. This is right. me. You know, we're not. We're not going to be best friends after this anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't I'm care who you back. tell about me. Yeah. You know? uh, well, that's uh, dude, Jake. We could talk for hours, and I do want to do a follow up podcast with you. Because uh, I do know that there's a book in you at some point. It, Jay is a gold mine of stories. You've got tons of stories. If you see this guy on stage, it's real, it's honest, and it's hilarious at the end of the day. So uh, if you ever get a chance to check out Jay, please do. He travels around all over the country. Uh, when is there another date you want to plug that you got coming up anywhere? Uh, I think you I'll have be, a website uh, or Twitter or yeah, Facebook? Yeah, yeah, I got or? Twitter, uh, Jay Snyder Comedy, at Jay Snyder Comedy, and uh, Facebook, Jay Snyder. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be here at the Dayton Funny Bone the week of New Year's with uh, Johnny Walker. So. Oh, really? Doing the... Doing J.J. Walker? Not Johnny. Who's Johnny Walker? Not, he's Johnny like, Walker. He's, not, he's not Johnny Walker. No, no, no. Oh, 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 that's way off. Okay. And okay. not the li I'm doing a week with Johnny Walker, but not the liquor, but <laughs> probably will be the liquor. But yeah, he's a funny guy. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, Jay, God bless you, brother. Thank you, John. Thanks for being on the podcast. And, uh, you know, I tell this to everyone I think is funny uh, that's a feature act. Uh, when you get your sitcom and you need a lesser redneck, <laughs> Normally I say when you need a redneck, call me. But for you, I'm going to say if you need like a, a, a more of a Metro like Jethro a, version, right. let me know. Oh, I will. I'll, I'll oh, work I on your sitcom. All right, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, sickle. See ya.
But I like you. So tell me, what kind of boy are you, John? 